Fred Powers with us every Friday. Tweet your questions, we'll pass them on. Conference championship games this weekend. Anything you want to do in college football, we can look into the future. That's not a problem. You want to revisit something in the past, no worries there either. First question, Brad, from Jeff, too, here in the 615. Going back a couple of weeks in the playoffs, he says, when San Diego was up 27-0 on Jacksonville, what's the highest in-game line he recalls for a Jacksonville win? Was it as high as plus 12,000? He says, I know San Diego's minus 12,000 to win at that time. Uh, good question. You know, I, I saw maybe 25-1 to 1 on Jacksonville to come back. Uh, you know, obviously it's a, a pretty, you know, illiquid market. I mean, live betting. So, cause it's, you know, the constant movement of odds, uh, at play after play. But I, I think I saw as high as 25 to one. Didn't see too many people that took it though. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you don't get much hope to come back from something like that, even though we saw, you know, just a couple weeks prior, a big comeback from uh, Minnesota against Indianapolis. Brad, I saw you comment on this regarding that game. Somebody posted that somebody during that game with San Diego up 27 nothing, bet one point something million to win 11000 Obviously, that blew up on this dude. You're saying you doubt the validity of that, being able to get that kind of money in there, right? Yeah, I mean, I did. I guess it's true, but I mean – I just it's it's unbelievable that you can you know bet 1.5 million on an in-game live where I mean a lot of times I I struggle to get more than 100 bucks uh, on a bet a similar bet in-game live so I mean if, if it is indeed true it's somebody that's probably a uh, eight-figure loser uh, <laughs> historically at that particular book to, to be able to get a limit like that. Uh, it's just it's unbelievable to get approval for something like that in that kind of time frame. Uh, certainly, you can get a big bet down, but uh, usually it's pre-flop and it takes several hours to get a, in the approval process. Just to to get a 1.5 million dollar bet in live in game, I just I've never seen anything like that before. But uh, I guess it makes kind of sense because it was only you know ten you know ten eleven thousand dollar risk for the book uh, if, if he did indeed win. But uh, even then, I mean. $10,000 to get down uh, in-game live. It's just you, you can't do it at, at most books. At least I can't. So the book risks 11000 plus and won $1.5 million, if that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, that was wow. a good. Nice win for the book. But, uh, <laughs> again, I, I just question because I don't believe a lot, and there's a lot of, marketing and stuff that's done out there that people don't realize uh, uh, and people don't follow through and ask the right questions. But uh, I guess people have said it's true. But uh, I don't believe everything. Believe it or not, Bill, I don't believe everything I read on the Internet. <laughs> now, let me further this conversation. This sports book, how much do you think they take in a random weekend? Means and means and means and means, right? Oh yeah, I mean this is DraftKings. I mean DraftKings, FanDuel are two of the the very biggest sports books in the U.S. in the regulated regulated markets. So I mean they're on an NFL playoff game. I mean they're taking eight figures on an individual game. So yeah, it's uh, 
they're taking a lot, to say the least, on an NFL playoff team. So if somebody, so with that kind of money being brought in, if somebody wants to risk one point five to win eleven thousand, if you're that book, would you always take that bet, or would it be not so prudent? Again, the risk is only ten grand. I'd probably take a bet like that. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I, the reason I really question it is again. I mean. How did he bet it? Was he inside the book already? Already a loser inside the casino? Because I mean that would be you know the best case. Because I just don't see how you get that approved on an app. I've never seen anybody be able to get a bet like that on an app. So uh, I I guess you know if you're in person, you want to. If it's a guy that's a loser and you want to take money from him like that. I guess that's the case. But uh, again, they they were only risking the book. You know, ten grand. I mean, but. Well, that's people called it a really stupid bet, but you know, it really wasn't. I mean, a lot of people don't understand understand this, but uh, I mean, a lot of the differences between you know pros and joes is, I mean, professionals aren't afraid to bet a, a lot to win a little. If the price is wrong, I mean, let's just say, you know, let's just say it's five hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars. And you price that it should be you know minus one thousand, meaning it, it should be you should be betting a thousand dollars to win a uh, hundred dollars. I mean, professionals just are not afraid to bet a lot to win a little. I mean, I did in the national championship game, Georgia. You know, I, I bet you know a little more than four grand to win a thousand because I thought it should have been higher. So uh, it's completely opposite with the Joes, Bill. Uh, they want to bet at least amount of possible. That's why parlays are so popular to win the most. Amount, uh, but uh, obviously that's why they're Joes. In the Bengals-Chiefs game with Mahomes and his ankle. Now I'm looking at FanDuel. In this moment, I've got Chiefs minus one and a half. Brad, how much of that line reflects that ankle? Uh it's a really good question. Uh, I mean, we've seen significant line movement. I mean, the, the line got as high as Cincinnati favored by two and a half just a few days ago. And, you know, practice reports, press conferences, everything's been relatively positive on Mahomes' injury front. Not that he's going to be 100%, but, I mean, looks like he's going to be less limited than what was expected. So, you know, first off, you start, you know, what is Mahomes worth to the line? I mean, he's probably one of those guys that's worth about a touchdown to a point spread, even though Chad Henney's an experienced backup and even had success in last week's game against Jacksonville on that touchdown drive. Uh, if he was 100% healthy, I'm guessing Kansas City's favored by at least three, maybe even a little bit more than three points in this game, maybe as high as four points. So it, it, keep in mind, three's very critical. Uh, so to cross through that uh, is it, significant. But the, the, there's – you're getting a couple of points at least discount uh, because of the injury and the expectation of him not being 100%. If you were to rank the pro quarterbacks currently, where would Joe Burrow be? Good question. Uh, probably an opportunity to go to number one if he, he goes and beats uh, Mahomes here. Uh, he, he's – Wow, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, Rodgers is on his, uh, you know, the, the tail end of his career. I mean, I think it's Mahomes and Burrow right now, uh, one and two. Uh, Josh Allen's in, in the top five, certainly there, but uh, we're seeing the top two quarterbacks uh, in Arrowhead uh, on Sunday, if I'm ranking them. 
Also, Joe Burrow's probably the number one ranked transfer, not in the portal at the time, different different rules, but transfer a quarterback ever. At least Certainly it's trendy. For, for what – Compared to expectations, no. I mean, nobody expected what he ended up doing in that two-year career at LSU. Yeah, the, he 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 completely exceeded expectations, and still is exceeding expectations. Uh, I mean, the market just can't get a hold of how good he is and what he means to Cincinnati and how good Cincinnati is. I mean, Bill, they've covered 21 of their last 26 games. That's almost unheard of at the NFL level. Wow, Brad, I remember his first game for LSU was that Miami game. And LSU had been a mess. And I could tell, and again, that first year had its good and, and not so good moments. And then 19, they won the championship. But that first game in 18, I could tell immediately in that Miami game that he had fixed that offense. Yeah, they, they were, people forget they were an underdog in that uh, game. Uh, right. But three and a half point dog. And season win total on LSU was like seven. I mean, the expectation was that was going to be it for Ed Orgeron. Um, and they go and end up winning 10 games and then followed up with the national championship, one of the best teams of all time. So, yeah, uh, he turned it around immediately there because there was a lot of uh, negativity around that program uh, entering that season. Brad Powers with us, Brad Powers Sports. 49ers and Eagles. Eagles favored by two and a half. Brad, is there a smart side on that one? Well, the thing that I gave out in my newsletter, and this was when Kansas City was, you know, an underdog. This was on Wednesday. I gave out what we call an advantage teaser. Uh, it's called actually called a Wong teaser. It's named after a Stanford professor. But what, what, what I ended up giving out my top play of the week was to tease the 49ers, a six-point teaser, and you're teasing them up through the two most key numbers in football, three and seven. And then the other leg on it was teasing Kansas City up through three and seven to seven and a half. So that was my preference there. If you're just generally speaking, you want to bet it now, you're listening to the show now, uh, you know, I would lean Eagles minus two and a half. I think the line ends up closing three. Uh, so if you want to get, you know, involved before that all critical half point move, uh, I, I would lean the Eagles, but that's a pizza bet. Again, I, I did bet the 49ers on that teaser with Kansas City. Brad, we were talking earlier with Ole Miss Evie. Spencer Sanders, and that's not new news, but he's transferring to Ole Miss. You have Walker Howard, who transferred in there from LSU, and you have Jackson Dart, who's the starter. At least he has been the starter. We'll see what happens this spring. Who would you pick? If you think Jackson Dart can hang on to that job, do you think Spencer Sanders is the better player? We haven't really seen Walker Howard. We know he's a very highly coveted quarterback prospect we know his dad jamie howard and all that but how do you sift through that one uh i you know perfectly honest with you i don't know i mean i'm gonna have to watch that's one and gotta watch spring game uh obviously can't be overly optimistic with dart if they're bringing in guys like that uh, so i would say i'm not sure that i necessarily like his chances i think one of the three is probably going to transfer out most likely dart at the end of spring practice so Probably be Howard or Spencer Sanders. I mean, if I'm a betting guy, and I am last I checked, I, I'd probably slight favorite Spencer Sanders would be your starter. Because Lane Kiffin, now he had Luke Altmeyer in there. Luke transferred. He's out. He's at Illinois. But obviously he wants to improve that quarterback room. You wouldn't do that otherwise, correct? You would think not. Uh, 
and he's perfectly content. I, I get Walker Howard to build for the future, a guy with four years of eligibility, but bringing Spencer Sanders kind of uh, leaves doubt on uh, the future of Jackson Dart there. I think you're right. Okay, more Brad when we continue. Brad Powers, Omni Nashville Hotel. this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold, hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. It's a Bill King Show. Of course, you know what kicks in right after recruiting, and it accelerates, and that's knucklehead season. So God knows what happens, who it happens to, when it happens, but if you're a fan of whatever school, it's coming your way. Knucklehead season always sprouts up. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
got biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. With us, BradPowerSports.com will let you know how you can get all his info. Miami has fired Josh Gaddis. Mario Cristobal has fired his offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis. That had been kind of iffy anyways, right, Brad? Yeah, I mean, the word was, I mean, that, that, that not shocking news. I mean, you know, honestly, you know, behind the scenes, I mean, this has been, you know, rumored for several weeks now. So I, I wasn't surprised uh, that, that that came down today. Uh, so uh, it'd be inter- interesting to see who they can get. Obviously, I mean, at least rumors uh, are that Crystal stuff to work for. And then, you know, also, you know, it would be, be interesting to see how much freedom he gives an offense corner because uh, the word is he doesn't. And, you know, they obviously need to change something because, I mean, I downgraded Miami more than any team in college football last year from the start of the season to the finish. I mean, I downgraded Miami as much as any team, not only last year, but any team since I've been doing power ratings for the last decade. So, um, and somebody, and the axe needed to fall on somebody and it ended up being on the offense. Hawkeye Jason wants to know what was his last prop bet, and he said he knew somebody who bet 500 to win 525 if Josh Allen didn't throw an interception. He threw his first interception with less than two minutes to go in the game with his team down 27-10. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I bet a few props this year. I mean – Certainly. I mean, it's just tough to, to you know, to, to give out picks to customers and props because they move, and I'm betting probably off-market numbers. So, yeah, I, I bet a few. I mean, obviously, you're going to bet a lot here coming up uh, next week when the Super Bowl props get released. I mean, I'll end up betting, probably making a couple hundred bets there. So, I do bet them. Uh, I just, you know, I bet props. I, I don't bet parlays. So, just terminology there. Uh, you know, the only parlays I'll bet it will be co- correlated parlays or stale parlay cards for the most part. So, uh, yeah, I, I do bet props, just not, not not as many parlays as everybody else. Brad, you've said you're not going to start basketball till March, but are you monitoring it, watching it right now, at least preparing, or what's going on with that? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I'm going to change some things up, you know, dramatically probably compared to what uh, I've been doing. I'm not even going to do my newsletter next year. So uh, I'm just, I'm in the process of changing a lot. I am more, believe it or not, more betting than than ever before. So I'm probably starting the process of walking away from the customer side of things uh, and just betting more and more and more. And uh, that's starting here with basketball, me not doing the regular season basketball. It'll continue with me not doing, you know, the newsletter next year. So, that's kind of we're in that process right now. I mean, I'm monitoring it. I get Tennessee's up there, Houston's up there, Purdue's up there, but, you know, not going to be on the day-to-day basis here for another few weeks. Tom in Myrtle Beach wants to know your thoughts on the, the NFL. Well, wants to know, here it is, your winning percentage so far in the NFL, the season and the playoffs. Uh, playoffs, I give out uh, a pick on every game. I think I'm plus one game, but I've won my top two picks uh, as far as the playoffs. I mean, generally speaking, I mean, this year I'm hitting 60%. I mean, I know that sounds like a general number, but, I mean, that is. I don't hide around my records. I mean, overall college football, NFL, 100 wins, 70 losses. That's the, the record in the new, this year's newsletter. Brad Powers with us, bradpowersports.com. 
every Friday checking in, and uh, obviously we've got some NFL football left, and we have some college football spring coming up, just around the corner spring coming up. Tell you what, those quarterback rooms, for example, Brad, we just talked about Ole Miss. Notre Dame with Sam Hartman there and Tyler Buckner there. And then, of course, Tennessee with Joe Milton and then Nico Iamaleava, who is a big-time prospect. I'm just naming a few, but there's some interesting battles this spring. I guess you could say Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow down in Tuscaloosa, yep. too. Ohio State, who's going to be their quarterback to replace C.J. Stroud, will uh, be very interesting. Um, you know, you mentioned the transfer, Sam Harmon being probably the, the biggest transfer to see how he – impacts and can possibly improve that Notre Dame offense. Uh, yeah, there'll be plenty. I mean, Penn State will be interesting to see if Drew Alar takes that job. Texas, does Arch Manning have any shot to, to be a starter as a freshman? That'll be an interesting spring game to watch. Georgia, the two-time defending national champ, has a major question mark at quarterback. So, I mean, yeah, that'll probably be at least among the top teams in college football. be major storylines. And you know, I know you're not a big spring game guy, but I mean, sometimes I mean that, that's all you got to watch some of these guys, and uh, I, I know I'll be watching them. Do you think? And this is just <laughs> trying to read somebody's mind. Tyler Buckner has a plan. Do you think ultimately, because they're going to hand the ball to Sam Harden? Okay, there's not a chance they're not starting him. Is Tyler Buckner going to be okay with sitting a year, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, no, give him an opportunity to compete. Uh, he won't win the job. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they have specific packages laid out for him. Uh, sometimes, I mean, I think he's a bright kid. So, I mean, maybe he stays to get that degree and then transfers out after next year. But, I mean, ideally speaking, uh, he – Kind of sits this year again, and you know he has a good opportunity to be the starter for at least a year or two uh, before CJ. You know CJ Carr. I don't think is going to come in and be the starter. For, you know game one in 2024. So you know I'm not sure. Uh, a lot up in the air. I, one thing I do know for sure is that quarterback room for Notre Dame this upcoming season. Even if Buckner leaves, I mean uh, with Angeli and Minchie coming in, I mean that's as good of a quarterback room. Uh, as Notre Dame will have in the spring, I mean, since I've been following it for the most part, uh, Bill. I mean, uh, it's really deep. West Coast Sooner checking in this morning. Safe to say, guys, that Gaddis wasn't the magic man at Michigan either. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, by the way, Brad, they need an offensive coordinator up there. <laughs> yeah, they do at Michigan as well, so yeah. – uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to sift through here. I mean, not only roster turnover, but big-time coaching turnover. And, you know, there's probably some more movement coming along, at, you know, after the NFL season finishes up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, be, I know it's late in the process at this point, uh, but we have the two major coordinator jobs opening up. And I've just heard rumors about Michigan, what they're doing but I'm not sure what direction they're going in. Do you think they would give it to Michael Hart, let him run it, or do you think they'll go outside? Uh, I mean, they already got, you know, the offensive line coach, I think, is already a co-coordinator as it was, so maybe he just gets full responsibility there. I mean, it's still Harbaugh's offense. They're going to run similar schemes (laughs) that they've been running here. So, 
I mean, uh, I even heard when Harbaugh was floating around again with the NFL, I mean, you know, more their offensive line coach uh, was being, uh, at least from people that I respect, uh, might have been the odds-on favorite to get the head coaching job. So I think, you know, maybe him getting that sole coordinator might, might be, uh, that's what they'll end up doing there. But I'm not sure. Uh, uh, who knows with Harbaugh? He's a peculiar fellow, to say the least. There's talk that the Jeremy Pruitt to Alabama, which would be time number three, is heating up. Now, what's true and what's not, and you have people saying, no, he's going to get hit with a show cause. Maybe they bring him in as an analyst. I'm hearing other people say, no, 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 they're going to hire him as defensive coordinator. NCAA really doesn't care about that stuff anymore. I'm not sure what to believe, but what kind of hire? Would that be a big impact for that defense at Alabama? Yeah, I mean – Generally speaking, I think at least from his Alabama career, he was better uh, than, than Pete Golding. I mean, just from, you know, just comparing, you know, offense has changed even in the last five, six years, but still I would grade him as a better coordinator than Pete Golding. So, yeah, slight upgrade there. I mean, I know he still had ties because I can tell you I was on Alabama's campus last year and I saw him on campus. So, uh, yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me that he ends up being their final uh, guy. Bo says, Bill, ask Brad about a top player prop play on each championship game Sunday. He says, how about Jawan Jennings, former Vol wide receiver, plus 500 to score a TD anytime? Uh, I'm not sure that's a great bet. Those anytime touchdowns uh, are not my cup of tea because those are markets that usually the whole percentage for the books are in that 25 30% range. Uh, which is five times more profits for the books than, than a typical side or total. Haven't dived in yet. Uh, I, I do think Mahomes is healthier than anticipated, so I'm going to go Mahomes over pass attempts because I do think it's going to be a little bit of a higher scoring game than expected. So I, I'm honestly looking to play some Mahomes passing props over because he's going to be featured less in the run game I think they'll lean on his arm a little bit more. So that that would be my preference as far as uh, player props. This next question, I think we've touched on some through the years, but it's a good one. It's a really good one about betting. And let me let me set it up this way. In the stock market, it certainly pays to be smart, know what you're doing, know the personality of the stock, whether it's regular stocks or whether it's options. But a huge part of that world is your emotional makeup, how how you can stay in the moment and not get emotionally overrun. And, Brad, that works both ways, ecstasy on the upside and then anger on the downside. It's harmful both ways. So, just I just set it up that way. Shannon in South Bend, and I don't think Brad's a hothead kind of guy, but he says, ask Brad how mad he gets when he loses a bet since he places a lot of bets, tons of them, during a week, is there a certain threshold he's looking to win or make during a given week? Good question. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot less. My temper's a lot less than what it you know, used to be. Uh, you know, just generally speaking, I mean, when you've been there, done that, you've seen it all. Uh, also, getting older kind of helps your temperament a little bit. Sure. Uh, I think what actually helps me is I bet so much that, you know, one game is not going to make or break where, if, you know, I only make three three to five bets, you know, that, that one game that swings because of a bad beat or whatnot, 
meant that much more now. I just, you know, I have so many bets. You win some, you lose some. So uh, you just hope to, you know, I, my personal betting, I mean, this is just because I'm able to get the best numbers out there in the market. I mean, I expect to win every week. Does that happen? No, but it does happen most weeks uh, just because I'm getting numbers that, uh, you know, not, not everybody else, not really anybody else in the world can get because I'm betting them might open. So um, expectation is, I, I, you know, is it realistic? No, but uh, can it happen? I mean, I, I would say from you know, my expectation, personal bets, is I, I should win eight weeks out of ten. Now, the, the question is, is how big of a win? Some, you know, I understand some weeks are going to be relatively small, other weeks a little bit bigger, but uh, that's at least my expectation. But in that world, stock market or betting, I think emotional stability is right at the top of characteristics you have to have. Yeah, I mean, bankroll management is critical to that. You know, you know, not playing catch up. I mean, not overextending yourself, not getting overconfident. I probably just came across as very overconfident the fact that I think I go in, but that doesn't mean that I'm. Now, I am looking to, to bet more and more and more as it goes on because I think I do have an edge, but hey, I'm not betting beyond my means at any point. So, yeah, keeping that emotion in check, it's, it's easy to say, not, not necessarily easy to do, especially when you're new. And I know a lot of people are new to the betting scene. I think with time, uh, you get a little bit of an easier temperament. With that being said, I mean, I still was pretty fired up uh, the Boise State-Utah State game this past season. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Now – in the stock market, you can bet all you want, right? As long as it's liquid and you can get it in there. Now, in your world, though, you're subject to sports books and algorithms, algorithms in the stock market too. But if they catch on to you being too good, that could be a problem. So that's an issue you have that we don't have in the <laughs> stock market. Very good point. Uh, yeah. So sometimes it's, you know, maybe in your best, uh, I, I played dumb. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I played dumb with some books before. So I, I have not necessarily that I'm losing on purpose, but I, I've tried to maybe limit some of the profits that I can extend because I'm looking to stay. I mean, the object is to stay in the game, not to, right. to make as much as possible in a very short window and get kicked out. I mean, I'd rather just stay and make some small profits over a long period uh, than, than to, to hit them. So, yeah, that's a thing, unfortunately, that, you got to weigh that too. I mean, and look, if you are a big winner, it's uh, it's tough, you know, not to have you know bankroll management because here's the thing: uh, the book is going to do that for you. They're they're going to limit you as it is if you win. Now, the sad part is we talked about earlier; they don't do that same thing if you're a big loser. They'll take a bigger bet. They're not afraid to to really, you know, some predatory tactics there that if you're a big loser, they'll take as as big of a bet as possible from you. So it's funny it don't work the other way. Are there people, Brad, that are pros that will bet dumb on purpose, meaning I'm going to allocate this money knowing it's a loss just so they think I'm dumber than I really am? Absolutely, it happens. You know, not over long periods, but, you know, the, the dummy up accounts. Because, I mean, I, I went to different conferences and stuff, and the word is, is you'll get profiled from the, the first five to ten bets you make. And it's good enough now where you can get really profiled if you're sharp or not off of just the first ten bets you make. Wow. 
All right, one more segment with Brad. BradPowerSports.com. Omni Nashville Hotel. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. to get into our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play daily Tennessee jackpot. Only from the Tennessee lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Who's grumpy this morning? <laughs> coach, so, I'm not grumpy. Yeah, I mean, hey, John. Yeah. Pull your head out of your butt. Get yourself in a better mood. <laughs> I'll do my best, coach. Thanks for the pep talk. Okay. You, just, you just made a promo for him. <laughs> right. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Bill 
King is the mother 12th data point of college football. Question from Josh in London, Ohio. Wants to know about the matchup between Ohio State and Notre Dame next year. Brad, if you were to place a number, I don't think there's one out yet, is there? But if you were to lay down a number, just a general number, what would it be? Good question. Uh, Ohio State would be favored. Uh, probably single digit, probably between seven and ten points. Keep in mind they were a seventeen point favorite last year. Uh, Notre Dame covered, outplayed. I just rewatched that game this past week. I mean, Notre Dame outplayed Ohio State first forty minutes of that game. But uh, Ohio State, even without their quarterback, even with Notre Dame getting Sam Hartman, will still be a favorite there. Uh, and they've won five straight over the Irish. Uh, and uh, you know, just Notre Dame's overall roster just isn't there yet. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Now, this is from Bet U.S. because he's in South Carolina, so they have not legalized, so he can't get all those apps in his state. But he says, Brad, have you bet any of the Heisman for next year yet? Caleb Williams on Bet U.S. is plus 500, so is Drake May. Michael Penix is plus 1,200, so is Bo Nix. Quinn Ewers is 2,200. Sam Hartman is 1,200. So, and I can go through these, but have you looked into any of that or bet any of them yet, Brad? Yeah, I have made a few college football bets already. Uh, you know, the the one that I made uh, was Kate Klubnick with the new coordinator, you know, Riley coming over from TCU. I bet Klubnick 25 to 1. I mean, you can find that. That's still relatively available out there in the market. So I, I took Clemson's quarterback, Klubnick, 25 to 1. Not a big bet, but uh, I made it. You can bet Georgia's Brock Vandergriff at plus 2,500 here. I don't even. Th- I don't even know that he's going to be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be Carson Beck. So, uh, <laughs> again, that, that'll get situated in the spring. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of you know foolishness there. I mean, there'll be even sometimes you'll find at a book, Bill. You know, guys that are clearly gone to the pros and they're still sitting there in spring. You know, you could bet them to win the Heisman. Joe Milton at plus two thousand. Now he's in the right offense. To put up crazy numbers and, but I, and he played. Tell you what, Brad. I know we've talked about it. He actually played a lot better in that Clemson game than I thought he would. He did. I thought overall he played pretty well this entire season. I think did he throw an interception all year in the model of duty? I'm not sure that he did. Don't think so, so. Uh, I thought I thought he he showed some. I mean, is he Hendon Hooker? No. Would I bet him to win the Heisman? No, but. I think Tennessee can still win a lot of football games if he ends up being the guy. Now, will they win as many as they did this past season? Probably not, but uh, I'm not. they're not going back to where they were, you know, the previous 10, 12 years as far as disappointing. Uh, it'll be just fine in that system. Brad, Josh wants to know where you would have Marvin Harrison Jr. in your Heisman odds. Yeah, I wouldn't bet. You know, wide receiver is just, you know, not something that's, you know, it's up on my board to bet. I usually only bet quarterbacks for the most part. So, I mean, what, the wide receiver-wise, Tim Brown, Desmond Howard, and, you know, big-time returners uh, in the return game, you just don't see that. So, I mean, you know, he certainly deserves to be probably wide receiver one, but I I would not make that bet as far as a wide receiver one in the highest one. I forgot, obviously, Devontae Smith. I forgot Devontae Smith. Yes, Smitty, a couple of years ago. Mel Kuyper came out with a mock draft. (laughs) And 
he has Stetson Bennett maybe as a third rounder. Do you agree or disagree? No, I do not. I I would bet if I could bet against Mel, I would bet over that. He will not be drafted in the third round. He'll be probably drafted, but you're going to see day three, probably uh, fifth, sixth, seventh round. That did seem a little ambitious, didn't it? He's pretty ambitious on – that was one of a couple of SEC quarterbacks he's pretty ambitious on. He's really high on Will Levis. Uh, you know, I'm hearing Will Levis might go in the top five, but uh, that's another draft pick I would not make. Will Levis – I would not – forget top five. I wouldn't draft Will Levis in the first round. By the way, we'll let you go here in a second, Brad. Tom in Myrtle Beach pulls up more names for the Heisman. You can get a Nico Iamaleava, who's – you have to play a college game at plus 8,000. You can get Jackson Dart, who's fighting for his job, at plus 10,000 right now. I'll bet U.S. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, – I tweeted this out a couple weeks ago. Uh, you could already – you know, they're pretty aggressive. Uh, you could already bet well over 100 guys, different guys to, in the Heisman market already. I've never wow. seen that before. It gets earlier and earlier each year, and it's another – you asked me the question, why aren't you starting on basketball? Well, I, I – got to start working on football just these markets are up now Uh, it's not like i gotta wait till august to to bet on football i'll be able to bet a lot of stuff on football here just in a couple months brad we'll let you out the door sir tell everybody how they can get your info yeah bradpowersports.com click on the bill king tap top of the page you can download past issues of the newsletter again i did make that announcement this week i will have some different products available for the upcoming season i have some more details there but you can check out some past issues and information there at uh, bradpowersports.com. Click on the Bill King tab. Good stuff. See you next week, sir. Hey, take care, Bill. Brad Powers every Friday with us. Yeah, Brad, through the years, has honed his craft. And with that comes bigger opportunities, meaning bigger Bankroll to have. Got to remember, this is his job. It's what he does. This is not a side gig or some kind of hobby. This is what he does for a living every day around the clock. Now, he didn't bet all those other sports. He bets football and uh, basketball, and he's not even going to start betting basketball tomorrow. No, he's not into all the – a lot of these bettors bet all these different sports. Baseball, hockey, he doesn't do anything. One more segment here. Happy Friday, y'all. Omni Nashville Hotel.